Welcome back to Conscious Nation Podcast for episode number 10. Today, we will be discussing uh, limiting beliefs, Um, but first I wanted to get into the quote of the week. So this quote is by Dr. Robert Anthony, and it says, you can have anything you want if you are willing to give up the belief that you can't have it. Again, it's, you can have anything you want if you are willing to give up the belief that you can't have it. Um, Going through all of the quotes uh, centered around this topic, so many to pick from, and the basic gist from all 50 plus I went through is just that the main thing stopping us is our own beliefs that we're incapable or not good enough or not really worthy of achieving or doing what we want, essentially. Falls in line with the topic of fear, you know, and self-sabotage. So on that note, I think um, a good way to just start out exploring what some of your personal negative beliefs are is just to sit down with a pen and paper um, or your laptop just and explore kind of list one by one what are the things that you find yourself telling yourself you know on a daily basis or I think an easier way too is how I figured out what I'm personally um, dealing with and what I the beliefs that I think are true for myself and holding me back, I thought about what it is I want to achieve. You know, being able to really hone in on and write down what are your goals and then what are the reasons right below each goal, what are the reasons why you don't think it can happen or why it hasn't happened yet. And within that list of reasons why you have not been able to achieve it as of yet, or you don't even, you haven't even, or the reasons why you haven't even started yet, within those reasons, you're going to be finding your limiting beliefs. Um, So for me personally, I think a big thing for me is, you know, self-esteem, self-worth you know, feeling like I'm going to fail. So instead, I just wouldn't try. It wouldn't even bother taking any steps to doing it because I was too afraid of what people would think and the judgment. Um, and, you know, and obviously later on in life, I've realized people are judging regardless of whether I'm doing what it is I want to be or whether I'm doing what it is I think they want me to be doing. Regardless, the judgment, the criticism, you know, all the behind your back talk, that's all happening anyway. So that was really the point where I kind of let go of that fear. I mean, fear of judgment and what people think of, you know, my content and whatever it is I'm putting out there 
is kind of always there. It's kind of always a factor, but now I look at it more as feedback. Even if I don't want to hear it, even if it's negative or, you know, not really <clears throat> uplifting, I still consider it feedback, you know, and just filter it. Is it something that I want to consider and work on and, or is it just their own kind of, are they just projecting? Is it their own kind of insecurity portraying through because a lot of people, when they see you doing something that, that you love and that you've wanted, and when you reach your goals, it triggers something in other people who have n- not yet even begun to take the steps towards their own. And it really has nothing to do with you. So I think that was really helpful also. But bringing it on back... Um, It is important to focus on the future versus dwell in the past, but for this specific exercise, uh, diving into your past will be necessary to a certain extent. Any negative self-talk that you have and beliefs about yourself stemmed from childhood because no one comes, none of us come into this world believing anything negative about ourselves. If you look at any, you know, really young toddler, you know, the naive innocence, it's, it's all there because they haven't yet experienced doubt, you know, critiques. Um, Really, no one, they haven't figured out obviously who they are yet, but no one's told them yet either. Parents, teachers, you know, whoever, friends, family, whoever, no one has told them anything negative about themselves at that point for them to have then, you know, taken in that and turned it into a belief. So you do kind of have to look at where they stemmed from, but only lightly. I would not dive too deep into, you know, just, just kind of figure out where these limiting beliefs stemmed from. Once you do determine what yours are, you know, I don't believe in myself because I haven't, I'm afraid of commitment. I'm afraid of, you know, I don't believe I'm worthy. I think I'm unlovable. I, whatever yours are, you know, exploring where they came from is important, but I think it's really crucial that we don't place blame Um, for example, you could be thinking, oh, my negative beliefs, I don't think I'm worth loving because my parents never made me feel like I was loved. You know, they never wanted to be around me. And so because of that, I, I inherited that, that belief that I'm unlovable or my ex-boyfriend cheated on me, you know, so I don't believe that I'm good enough. That's fine. That is the situation where that belief stemmed from. But I would not go as far as to say, I feel this way. I believe this about myself because of this person. And the reason I think that it's really crucial not to place blame, um, I think that right now through this exercise, you're working on healing and ending these beliefs. So if you're placing blame on a specific person or persons, it's just going to remove your control and your power to change the belief, if that makes sense. 
Um, I think that taking accountability for the belief, you know, yes, this is this, you know, my boyfriend cheating on me, for example, that is a, you know, that is a situation. And because of that situation, this belief, you know, I, I began to believe this, but I began to believe this, you know, is, is really important. Therefore I can choose no longer to believe it. You know, that's not necessary to carry with me anymore. I don't, that's not something I, it's not helping me. That's only hindering my progress towards my goals and towards, you know, being happy and where I want to be in life. So I'm now choosing, just like I chose to believe that, I'm now choosing to remove that belief. Um, So personally speaking, I grew up in a household. It was a very unpredictable environment. Um, You know, our household mood was very up and down. And as a a result, I really early on, I learned how to adapt quickly and how to read people really well. You know, the term like walking on eggshells is a perfect, you know, explanation of my childhood environment. Um, I think just kind of never knowing what you're going to get, you know, what mood someone's going to be in. And as a child in a home, you don't have any control over that mood. Now as an adult, if I'm around someone negative, I can choose and I do. And I choose whether to take that on and, you know, embody that behavior and those emotions or whether I'm not going to participate, I'm not going to react to it and I'm not going to let it affect me and my mood. As a child, you don't have that, you know, self-awareness or power yet. Um, and so whatever the parents or, you know, however your dynamic is set up, you just have to ride along with and kind of deal with the mood you're given and, you know, the behaviors that are set forth by the head of households, I guess you could say. And so I really, instead of placing blame on that and saying, well, my, you know, this person in my life during my childhood was very up and down and I never knew what mood they were going to be in. And so that, because I never knew what mood they would be in and because of their behavior and mood swings, that's why I have this belief that people are going to hurt me or that, you know, instead I'm saying this is how I coped with that situation. And as a result of that, I then began the belief that I have something, something in me triggers negative behaviors in other people. And not an, not just an example. I truly did believe that. Um, that I bring out the worst in people and that something that I annoy people and I, you know, I really see, I would see, and, and it's true that what you look for, you produce, because I would notice that friendships, relationships, I would be looking for those qualities, you know, just to affirm that belief. So it's like, okay, for example, a ex-boyfriend, well, they were doing really great before they started dating me. And now this is X, Y, and Z, why 
they're not doing as great as before they I came into their life. So I did this. You know what I mean? I brought out the worst in them and I all of these downfalls, all of these reasons why it's because of me. And you know, that's one example, but it does affect your entire life. When you believe these things about yourself, you are going to look for any justification that that is true, whether you're doing it subconsciously or not. You're just trying to affirm that belief. Your mind is always like they say, put your mind to work for you, not against you. That's exactly what it means. You want your mind to be looking for specific things. You have to give it that task. And if you are not giving it a set conscious task, you're giving it subconscious tasks like that. Um, and so I do think, um, I do, so I do have three siblings and I do think my perspective is that we are all similar in a lot of ways as a result of our childhood. We are all very different in more ways than one, but we are also have a few things that are similar. And so I, yes, so all three of us have, I would say all of us are, I'm sorry, I have three siblings, all four of us. Um, we're all free spirited. We're all energetic, outgoing. We're all high energy people. Um, and we are all cautious. I would say guarded, but that word implies like, to me, guarded implies an, an inability to be open towards people. And that's not what I mean. I just mean cautious in the sense that we are all like hyper aware of the people around us and their emotional state. And it's more than just like reading someone. It's being really sensitive to where people are at mentally and emotionally you know, whether it's like coworkers, friends, family, whoever, I feel that all four of us are really aware of where these, you know, those people or these people around us are at. And I think that is a result of having to, you know, keep tabs on our parents and kind of where they were at emotionally that day, just to, so that, you know, we could determine how we have to go about certain things in order to avoid like conflict or, you know, kind of arguments or setting anything off. Um, so I, I do think <clears throat> it took me a while to kind of figure out where my specific issues lied and where my, what I believed about myself, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all negative. It doesn't, but it doesn't really matter. It could be just one thing. One thing that you're seeing about yourself that is not conducive to your life now. It's not helping you. And if it's not helping you, it is hurting you. There, like in, in this circumstance, I don't believe there's any such thing as like neutral beliefs, you know, that aren't hindering your progress. It's got to be one or the other, you know, and if it's not helping you, it has to go. So it's not the funnest exercise. You know, some things are going to come up that you probably really don't want to face. Um, but I think that you'll really find it helpful. And I think that, you know, pulling this stuff up, the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. You know, you're not in any physical danger, any mental, you know, emotional danger 
pulling up anything negative from your past. You know, it's just the worst thing that can happen is a feeling revisiting kind of uncomfortable things about your past and you can handle them because you're currently handling them. Whether it's like on the forefront of your mind or the back burner, like you're carrying it with you, which means you, you're handling it in the best way that you've known how this far, you know, but now that you, you know, a, you know, I dare to say a better way to handle it and just to be able to let it go. I think it's really important that we do, you know? Um, so that is it for episode 10. Um, I will talk to you guys next week and I hope that you're able to, you know, really get something out of this exercise. Thanks.